Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever. A podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. We going? We're going. Hey, everyone. Hello. Uh, welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible films and the people who love them. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. And who are you, sir? I am the only person who likes movie 43. Yep. I'm Adam Todd Brown. That's yep. true. That is true. Welcome. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a very small minority here. Yeah, I think... Yeah, this is, this is going to be rough. I think the bigger, por- bigger pool of, of, of people... Are people that have never even seen movie forty three. So I would argue most people have not seen it, including people who were paid to form opinions about it, and including people who are who are in it. Yeah, I'm people certain who are in it. Yes, almost not, almost one hundred percent of the cast of this film has not seen this movie. I am willing, and to like bet. the computer just said, that is their loss. Yeah, <laughs> because it is it's a good movie. It is a genuinely funny movie. It is a movie. It's a movie. I wrote about it on Cracked in an article about movies that are underrated and mm-hmm. deserve more appreciation. So you know I'm not just trolling your format here. Mm. I don't know why I didn't bring movie 43 up before. Sequel to the Jackie Robinson movie. Yes. 42. Yeah. yeah obviously. obviously. This franchise takes a turn mm-hmm. in the sequel. Holy shit. <laughs> it's not because it's uh, not about Jackie Robinson in the second one. No. No, they go in a whole different direction. Yeah. Vastly different direction. This is a, it's a weird movie. I'm not. <laughs> it's, here's, it's, it's, it's basically a sketch comedy show that's too long, but has a really great cast. Yeah, it's Kentucky Fried Movie. Right. Or like The Groove Tube. Yeah, and yeah. I think that the biggest thing going against it is that it's a movie. I think if it was a series of sketches that were released online... Yeah, if these um, were just released individually as funny or die sketches, I think most of them hit. Like, most of them land. And see, that's the thing. That's what That was yeah. their literal inspiration for this movie, was funny or die. But they, for some reason, wanted to do that format in a movie because they felt like you could get away with more. Mm-hmm. In a movie. Right. Which I don't know if I agree with that approach. I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> but I think for having that bad of an idea, mm-hmm. they pulled it off really well. I I'll think say they had a few sketches that I was like, oh, that's fun. There's more and than then, a few. And then There's a, few... a lot of really fun sketches in this movie. Okay. That, but every sketch goes too long. Every sketch goes for too long, I think. Yeah, this sh- this movie should have um, been about an hour and ten minutes. Yes. It's an hour and 37, so it's still um, not that long. But then mm-hmm. within the sketches are a bunch of sketches that don't even really start. Like, they feel like they didn't really have an idea um, of what the sketch was, and they just sort of filmed whatever they could. Right. The, the, the most confusing thing about this movie is its presentation, to me. They're, the framing device is... Uh, Dennis Quaid as a maniac trying to sell his maniacal film right to the, Greg Kinnear and the, that's but like they sort of abandon it well no they keep that thread going because he comes back in between yeah they like, abandoned they it before the final it. yeah video I mean what I thought it was funny that the the framing devices imagine a bad writer making things and it's like okay I'm with you <laughs> <laughs> not hard but that's actually a that's a pretty challenging 
format to work in if you think about it because they i feel like they did a really good job in the majority of the sketches of actually making them funny and i don't think it's as offensive as people sell it as i mean no they didn't really go that route they went gross out because it's farley brothers and james gunn is directing one and elizabeth banks is directing one Mm -hmm. yeah there's Um, some star power in this and griffin dunn yeah yeah it's uh, a <laughs> it's an people. enigma it's, this movie. I didn't I didn't hate the framing device. I was my it's it's sort of like they show a couple of ads in the middle of it and then they also they they show like a couple of fake commercials before they cut back and have them actually address that there's commercials for some reason in this right. in Dennis Quaid's yeah. pitch. And then they also they don't have they just they segue right into the Chris pa- Chris Pratt on a Ferris one without cutting back to them so it's just like this yeah like we never see him pitching this one or like introducing this vignette and then right before the last one they just completely abandon it and then it becomes oh they were filming a movie the whole time i mean yeah it's it doesn't it's weird make that, a ton of sense i just i don't understand like but the that's motive, the, the 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 that decision that specific decision to just well a- they do after the anna Ferris thing they come back to dennis quaid and greg kinnear because they come back yeah. to him after that, and that's when Greg Kinnear is like, no, we're not doing yeah. this. And then the whole gun yeah. thing plays out. I mean, this is – when I was in high school, I made my own movie, 43. I went to a, a theater school, so all the theater kids, I would ask, will you come do a sketch? And I would write it at the last minute and get whoever I could and film some terrible terrible you know i'm 16 and i'm like this right. is funny that it reminded <laughs> me a lot of this movie this movie reminded me a lot of that because basically it was me running around getting kids who were like available and being like be in this thing and then i had all these shorts and i was like what do i do with this and i just like made a weird framing device for it and it was not planned at all and that's sort of the impression i got from this movie but is that uh, they were getting who they could being like okay we got this location well, no, these not- people like that's selling this cast short to say that they got who they could. They got fucking no. They got hate Winslet, yeah, baby. Okay, they got a good cast, and that it. This movie took As four one of the years. Cast of any movie. It took four years to film because of that. Right, and there were Richard Gere is a really fun story from this because he eventually one thing they didn't show the actors the other segments. Yes, they only saw the script impression. for theirs. And Richard Gere somehow caught wind of what this movie was really going to be and started trying, like he started making these crazy demands so they wouldn't film with him. Mm -hmm. Like he was like, yeah, I'll do it, but you have to wrap it up in two days and you have to move everything to New York. And they were like, fuck it, we're going to wait until Richard Gere says yes. Like they just waited people out to get, because Peter Farrelly had this vision for this movie, which was supposed to include Trey Parker and Matt Stone at one point, but they pulled out right before shooting this started. Movie is like a prank on these celebrities. It is, but I think I think the sketches are in a lot of cases really funny and really well written. Like I know, like what anthology movie does that great of a job of holding everything together? Like VHS is a great anthology movie but it doesn't make 
that much sense I, I would, as I, far as the framing device goes. I would argue the framing device in this doesn't make sense because he's pitching a single movie. Well, no, of course it doesn't make sense. Nothing yeah. about this movie makes sense. Yeah. The fact that it got made for $6 million, despite having Richard Gere, Terrence Howard, Hugh Jackman, Johnny Knoxville, Justin Long, Elizabeth Banks, Kristen Bell, Halle Berry, Gerard Butler. There's so many people. Gerard Butler playing a leprechaun. Playing a leprechaun. That playing two leprechauns. By Brett Ratner. Yep. Yeah, that was that was the his brother favorite moment. His brother was supposed to be Colin Farrell, and Colin Farrell pulled out. Good for him. (laughs) But I still think this this movie. A lot of people base their opinions on the trailer, and I don't think a lot of people have actually seen this movie. There are sketches in this movie that are really funny. I think the most famous thing about this is, of course, the first one. Right. Which is Hugh Jackman Jackman with nuts on his neck. Yeah. That was their, to their credit, they swung for the fences when they promoted this movie. That was like, that was the segment they sent Mm. other actors to get them to sign on. They filmed this first and then presumably sent it to Richard Gere, who went, oh, okay, I'm in now. How did Now they... that I see balls on Hugh Jackman's <laughs> chin. How did they get Hugh Jackman and Kate Winslet involved without any other stars attached at that point? I assume... I don't know. Well, I mean, it's Peter Farrelly. He's got friends right. and connections like ass- anyone else. I had assumed the first sketch was the Batman one, because that had the most like kind of comedic actors in it who might right. go along with it. Yeah. Um, Justin Long was doing apple commercials at the time he was hot but yeah that i guess we could go through each sketch (laughs) individually (laughs) what those commercials were like 20 years ago (laughs) no if you read interviews with him he had been oh shit both both yeah and john John hodgman's in there too he didn't have to work baby had that apple money yeah that's true (laughs) that that tech scratch live for your die hard yeah live for your die hard sure yeah also over 10 years ago Uh (laughs) uh-huh Oh fuck! Uh, This movie, I I vehemently disagree with its four percent rating on either Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes. It has like an eleven on Metacritic. Yeah, Uh, and it's in the single digit somewhere else. And I feel like this is, I feel like there was some piling on with this movie. Where I don't know, like I'm not too good to laugh at Hugh Jackman with balls dangling from his chin that go unacknowledged for the entirety of a blind date. Yeah, Kate Winslet played the shit. Out well, of my that only role. my only complaint with that one is that it just kind of it they bail out of it like it doesn't end right. I think that's a lot of these. Um, most no, most of them end. Yeah, I guess. Um, this this one they they bail out in the middle of the date like it his his balls are never addressed. Right. Well, what they're about? Why to... does he have them? At <laughs> first, I was like, why didn't he get them surgically removed? But then it was the, it's like a, a world Twilight where no one Zone episode. No one's acknowledging it. Exactly. Is she having a stroke? What is what is going on? But that doesn't make what is this world that sketch not no it funny. It doesn't. But it it really I was very no. curious. And then I'm I'm only going to hit on the 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 framing devices one last time because it starts to come into shape as you know towards the middle or the last third of the movie where like uh, Greg Kinnear has realized that Common, the head of the studio. It's like uh, is is having sex with his wife and like, right. doesn't respect him. So he's like, "Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this movie. And I'm going to spend a bunch of money on." It. I was like, "Oh, okay, that because you know, right, that was a good direction." But then they they bail, they, yeah, and they, <laughs> they he just, takes out a gun. They they bail. They have him get shot by Common, and then his squibs don't go off on the right time, and then all of a sudden it becomes a movie set, and they're making a movie. I just I'm really confused. By a that lot decision. of this movie, well, felt- yeah. 
it's never going to be a cohesive film. Like you're yeah. you're going to find some yeah. plot holes in it for sure. I would, I'm but just, it is I, a funny movie. My, I'm just really confused why you would do even as much work as they did on that framing device to sort of kind of make it make sense. It's like, okay, these are all ramblings of a crazy person. The movie's getting made by Greg Kinnear as revenge. So it's like, oh, okay, I get it. But then, like, why do that work if you just totally bail at the very end? It's right. confusing to me. I think the movie in general fell apart at the end. I would say there's yes. about three sketches that I enjoyed, and then as it progressed, the sketches got less interesting and less funny to me. Let's um, go. Can we let, go through yeah, the sketches? Yeah, let's go through the sketches. Sure. So Hugh Jackman with Ball, The Catch, I think this one is called. It's called The Catch. Yeah. Kate Winslet, Hugh Jackman. There are some, like, I feel like this is legitimately funny. And I, if, I don't know, if you watch this sketch and it doesn't make you chuckle a little, the movie probably isn't for you. Well, I think it's because they know that this is dumb. And so they start doing the thing where they're like, oh, he's, 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 here's a baby to hold. Take a picture together. And it gets more and more absurd. Right. And that's as it all goes funny. that you can't help but to chuckle at that. And I'm the, gonna way, say, the way I they only laughed like out loud at one part, and we'll get to that. The way they deliver the jokes in that segment, I really like. I like where he finally brings up. Oh yeah, I got made fun of a lot because, yeah, because of, my of my neck. neck yeah. And they start almost addressing the fact that he has balls on his chin. Right. And he lifts them up to reveal this tiny little scar. Mm -hmm. And he goes, Kids can be so cruel or yeah, something. They call and, me Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this shot where he says something about the beams on the ceiling. Yep. And you see it from Kate Winslet's point of view. And right. she starts to look up and then just Goes back down and focuses right. on. I fucking love that shot so much. And he gets hit in the balls. They do every ball joke they can. <laughs> every, every single one. Is it cold here? And the balls, the balls shrink up into his neck. He has his nuts resting on that baby's head. Yeah. Yeah. Those balls right on that baby's head. This right on a, that baby's head. It was a strong opening for this movie because they basically are saying, like, look, if this doesn't do it for you, right. uh, you can shut off this movie. Yeah. Um, you should probably go. Yeah. Um, and it did it for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like it wouldn't have worked as well for. I legitimately don't think it would have worked as well if it was two actors I'd never heard of. There yeah. is something about having two actors like that in a setting like this, and that's why a lot of them did it because, like, when is Kate Winslet ever going to do something like this right. ever again? I oh, assume... never again, certainly. <laughs> yeah, I assume the Farley brothers played a big role, even if they weren't directing the individual ones. Right. I feel like them attached, because I could see being an actor, because they have a knack for getting, you know, Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon, mm -hmm. they, yeah. they have a knack for, for getting good actors to do things that are not great. Or will end up turning out good. Like Dumb and Dumber is a really funny movie, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of risk taking in that for like Jeff Daniels. Um, so I think their name attached probably made because they did. They I know they directed or one of them directed the uh, Holly Berry one, which we'll get to. And that's another one where it's like as an actor, you'd have to be really trusting of like, OK, this is going to be funny. Right. Or it's going to be funny in the way that I know the Farley brothers will make. Right. right. That's, that's one of the ones that I think mostly lands but we'll get to that one okay we'll get to that yeah i think the second segment is the strongest segment this is the homeschooling one the homeschooling one with liev schreiber and naomi watts <laughs> this one was 
was pretty damn funny. There are I so many so great moments. This um, what is it with Naomi Watts and fucking sons? It's this in the movie Adore. That's just her thing. Yep. And I, I don't. It's my favorite show on television, but I don't know this actor's name. He plays Lip Shameless on yeah. Shameless. Yeah. I, I don't know. And he's really great in this. It's basically the premise is they're talking to these neighbors of theirs about homeschooling their son, mm-hmm. and they start going into all of these details about how they sort of go the extra mile to make sure he has the full experience of high school. Yeah. So then they cut to a scene where he's walking up the steps with his book, and his mom, Naomi Watts, slaps the books out of his hands yep. and goes, you dropped your books, fuck face. Yeah. <laughs> there, it's- and then it's just all these scenes of them fucking bullying the shit out yep. of him. Yep. Like, they couldn't have picked a better pair of actors. Right. Yeah, it's really, Liam yeah. Shriver and Naomi Watts. Come look at this kid. guy's weird pubes. He <laughs> yeah. can't just yanks over the show. <laughs> and then they talk about how your first kiss yep. is supposed to be such an experience. Mm. And then you cut to then Naomi Watts yep. making out with her son. And that's where I was like, A oh. very reluctant son. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then, then it cuts to Liam Shriver. <laughs> I don't like boys, but if I did, if I did. you'd be the kind of boy I'd like. But I love, what I loved about that that part of it um, is what well, I mean. Obviously, there, there's. I think this sketch is is good in terms of escalation. Like right. it, it had the escalation correct. Uh, uh, How did then, it end? It's got it, a fun Shyamalan oh. twist. <laughs> it ends with him taking a, the kid taking a doll with his mom's photograph pasted on the face out to the movies. That okay, that like, was right. I remember that and like. That was that felt very strange to me. Really, no, I like I how they love that. I oh, like yeah. how they set it up because right up until he grabs the doll, mm-hmm. the interaction with him and the parents seems really healthy. Right, and yeah, they're like right. really trusting. Yeah. They're it like, seems like, yeah, it worked. Just, like, like just good... come back, and he's like, yeah, I'll be back late. And then he right. grabs he grabs the doll, a doll with a creepy cutout paper picture of his mom's face yep. on it. It, oh man! It's he great. does a voice for it. He goes, <laughs> yes, he oh, does yeah. like a, I'm the pretty girl. I'm the pretty girl. She is. She is. <laughs> just leave. I would have. They could have just made that into a movie, and I maybe would have yeah. watched that. They yeah. won't. That scene where they won't let him in the house because they have a party. <laughs> oh yeah. So sorry, the girl you tried to kiss is here, and it'd be awkward. She just shuts the door. And then Liev Schreiber is making out with that girl. Yeah, <laughs> in the background. <laughs> it is. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the best sketch of this. I, I think it's probably the strongest one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's my selling point. Anytime I bring up this movie, if well, nothing else, watch until that sketch. This, yeah, yeah this was definitely sketch. the part in the point in the movie. Where I was like, okay, this is actually. Well, I didn't. I didn't this hate actually. I didn't hate the balls on chin sketch. No, that's what I mean. Balls on chin wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It was. It, I had already seen it and knew it existed. Yeah. Um. It sort of felt again. It felt like the same joke over and over, but it was like whatever. Well, that's this. Um, uh, that's this movie's biggest problem, I think. Yeah, a few of the sketches are just one joke. Oh yeah, it's just. Do you get it? Do you? And get it's it? not like it, yeah. it never really it doesn't go anywhere. Which is a lot of sketches in general. Yeah, that's true. And so it just. I feel like almost every sketch could have been shorter for that reason. Yeah, this um, movie definitely could have been 20 minutes shorter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easy. Like, they I could have think... cut a couple minutes from all of these sketches, and it's st- it would have been a better movie. Yeah, we don't need the fake commercials. Yeah. No, well, the Tampax commercial, where the girl gets eaten by a shark. <laughs> yeah. It was fine. That was fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that. It's all right. 
Uh, I, I like the third segment with Anna Ferris and a still doughy Chris Pratt. This is the only time I laughed. And I, <laughs> and like, is what? it when he gets like, hit by the car? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, it just explodes and shit everywhere. I just laughed out loud. <laughs> this um, one, I th- yeah, I, I thought this sketch was pretty funny. The opening is great, too, where... They both say they have something to tell each other. Right, and he's got a, uh, an engagement ring. Right, and they decide they're going to count to three and then say their thing yeah. at the same time. And Anna Faris, who is one of the – she is one of the best comedic actors working oh, today. Yeah, for sure. She's a fucking treasure. And during this countdown, she stops after two and goes, I want you to poop on me. Poop on- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually – And the sketch progresses from there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess this was the sketch where I realized, oh, it's mostly the same joke. So the like, I guess a lot of this sketch, and again, it needed just to be cut down a little bit. But a lot of it, I started feeling like bad for them <laughs> when it's like him on the toilet and making the farting farting sounds, and they're like, they're not great farting sounds. I was just like, oh, poor Chris Pratt. Like, there's a few moments where that where I'm just like, oh, this poor fucking actor. Yeah. Well, um, so this like, I didn't overall, I didn't find it that funny. Um, until he was hit by the car. Um, just, and that part was pretty great. Shit. That was a, that just was a bursts into <laughs> shit. That was a perfect punchline. Actually, sorry, the perfect. And all right, that made me laugh. And then he's like on the ground. She's like, call the ambulance or whatever. And I believe it's a hard cut to Greg Kinnear going, this meeting's over. <laughs> and like, that's what did it for me. <laughs> it was like, cause at that point, Dennis Quaid hadn't pulled out a gun yet. <laughs> So right. it was just him willingly listening to him. <laughs> and I, yeah, just patiently listening to it. So, so far we're three for three. Yeah. I feel like the fourth segment I didn't love, the one with Emma Stone and Kieran, Kieran Culkin. Culkin. Kieran Culkin, yeah. yeah. This was that point where I was like, okay, I think they're running out of ideas because it was just like, let's just get them together and they say a bunch of shit at each other and yeah. it sort of ends. This one could have been cut entirely and I would have been all right with it. Yeah. I didn't they're, mind it. They're fine in it, but there's nothing to this sketch. No, it's just it's just them saying insane things over a supermarket PA. Yeah, yeah, they do say some funny things yeah, to some each of the, other. I thought the I thought the lines were mostly funny, so I yeah. didn't mind this one. Even though it does, it just kind of it doesn't really go anywhere. Right. This is also when he he's pulled out the gun. Now, by the way, I remember the line. It's a pretty strong exchange where he says. Um, to Dennis Quaid, like, how'd you get in here? Oh, yeah. And he's like, I blew the security card. And he goes, Jerry's gay? And he's like, not really. He fought me every step of the way. <laughs> Which is a really... Yeah. It's a really solid <laughs> way to establish that Dennis Quaid is insane. I do love Dennis Quaid in <laughs> He looks like he has a disease in this. I like, so, like, he doesn't look... Yes, he does look insane, yeah. Um, and he is probably the actor who, who's giving it his most... Because he might not have all the most screen time, but he's throughout the movie. We keep cutting. Well, him, like, and, him and Greg Kinnear, I think, are, yeah. are treating this pretty seriously. Yeah, because all the other actors you, can kind of hope like, okay, and I'll be in this one sketch and then you'll mm-hmm. forget about me and we'll move right. on. Yeah. They, they, we keep getting reminded that they're in this movie. And yeah, they're... And in the European version, it's a completely different wraparound huh. with Anton Yelchin. Really? Yeah, he's in it, Jesus I believe. Christ. Or is he he's either in that or he's in a sketch that got cut or both. Mm. But he was in this movie at one point. And I've seen the European version and it's not as good. The wraparound isn't if mm. you can believe that, it's huh. even more poorly executed. And rest in paradise, Anton Yelchin. Yeah, he was fucking great. Yeah. He was. The Batman and Robin speed dating. 
segment. This is when I thought it was all falling apart because I was like, I don't. No, I thought it was. I thought it was funny. I still. I, this is. I got the, very little from that. This is a. This is a weird. This is definitely the weirdest one. Yeah. To yeah. me, because it feels. I still thought it was funny. Like I enjoyed this sketch, but it felt. This felt the most just like a straight up funnier die video. Right. It's it's, it's the most. Yeah. It's so. Jason Sudeikis says Batman is great. Yeah, of course. He's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. But it's this one seems so obviously a comedy sketch, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, like this... it's an obvious premise and it's written, it just felt like something you would just see uh, the second hour Saturday yeah. Night Live or on yeah. a funnier die video. It felt like it was one where they're like, let's get a bunch of funny people together and they'll make it funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like it was very improv heavy. A lot of star power um, in this one. Kristen mm-hmm. Bell, yeah, Uma, Uma Thurman. Thurman. Uma Thurman, yeah. Fuck. I don't remember the name of the woman who played Wonder Woman. Oh, it's uh, Leslie Bibb. Yes. Yeah. John Hodgman. Uh, Bobby Cannavale as Superman. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm just here on a date with Lois Lane and Robin, and he comes flying into the fucking sleep. Yeah, I'm here with Lois Lane. She's here on a date with Robin. Oh, no, he hung up. (laughs) He just comes flying. There's a great line in there where... Uh, when Batman is getting ready to hide under the table, mm-hmm. which I thought was a great scene too, where he's describing Kristen Bell's. I I it, the sh- I feel like Shoeless Joe's gonna come out and play catch with me. Really got me. <laughs> and at it's one like point, Cornfield in Iowa. And at one point, oh, Justin yeah. Long's like, "Oh, you can hear him." Yeah. And she goes, "Yes, and I can see Batman under the table." Well, yeah, right. That he's was like, solid. "Oh, right," because your X-ray vision is like, "No, it's a cocktail table. I can just see him." <laughs> <laughs> and right before that scene, because Batman's going to deliver the lines for Robin to say, mm-hmm. and Robin goes, oh, like Cyrano de Bergerac? I don't know. Oh, yeah. And he goes, I've never heard of that. Now let's get to it, Roxanne. Yeah, right. He goes, like, I don't know what that is. More like Roxanne. Yeah. That was solid. <laughs> yeah. This good. Yeah. This movie is good. This I is... mean, it's not. It doesn't make sense, but the this is... individual parts. If it was a YouTube playlist. Yeah, like yeah. I said, if I could watch these individually, it, it would be more, I'd be more forgiving of it. That's why I'm saying that this is not a, the, the worst thing going against this movie is that it's a movie. Yeah. If this was a series of individual sketches, because at this point in the movie, if I didn't have to watch it for the podcast, I probably would have shut it off at this point. Really? Because- well, because there was enough before it that I would start to get irritated and be like, ah, I, I can't do this. Like, I can't sit here. Maybe I'd do something on my computer at the same time or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's That would be – this is a good movie for if you're playing like a video game or something and you have it on and you can – How much you stimulation can, do you need at Well, once? no. It's for the ability to tune out certain sketches while then being like, oh, this looks funny and starting – Oh, yeah. Like, it's that where it's like if it's losing me, then it's like – and now I have to keep – sitting here and watch it and and that's sort of the the main issue is like i it's better if you could sc- sort of skip skip around and find the sketches you like right um then have to like sit what did you think of the i babe sketch well that's that kind of reminded me of it that was an insufferable sketch to me that one went on a little too long and then it, they break it up for no reason and yeah it's the it is the epitome of i feel bad for the people doing this because they have to bring in a nude model with shit on her and people are talking around her and all i could do is feel bad for that nude model well and they bring her in and then richard gear says and now we can give them the colored option yes yeah and yeah, then that they, whole then thing they wheel just... in a brown person yeah 
Oh, she's already there when he says yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, and to be sure. that model or actress, yeah. I know I know I'm sure she's a professional, but that doesn't that doesn't like it's just it's just like I feel uncomfortable for all of this. Um Yeah, that's a sketch they like, could have cut. Yeah. It was because Richard Gere was there, but like I feel and nobody seemed into it. I think I yeah, I feel like on paper the and the, the idea that it's like we the idea of, uh, of they have an iPod that's just uh, a synthetic naked woman what's well, shaped like a naked woman yeah right and like nobody can understand why people are fucking it well they put the they put the cooling, the cooling unit fan, yeah. inside her vagina so people were there was one i thought funny bit where they're finding out that kids are getting their dicks mangled. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, because, well, not just kids, but dudes are getting their dicks mangled. Because they do specifically f- say kids. Oh, even better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and because the cooling unit is in there. And they say, well, were there any problems in testing? And this guy holds up a stump of a hand and goes, no, no. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> For me, like the the kernel of a funny idea was the idea that Richard Gere just doesn't understand what the problem is. Right? Like he's like, well, why are people trying to fuck it? Like he just, it's just not. Lame. Yeah. Well, they do it where like everybody sort of doesn't understand except for the woman. Well, it's hard to tell. Like right. some people don't understand, and then another person, like the the joke that Adam just brought up, that guy clearly does and is lying that he doesn't understand. So it's like right, there's yeah. too much of it's that's that's hard to pull off, and I don't think they did. Right, yeah, and they obviously, all, yeah. There's a, like something with this sketch and the next sketch, which is like, guys are dumb, right? Um, that yeah. doesn't work. I did like the next sketch better, the uh, slightly better, the Chloe uh, Grace Moritz period sketch. Yeah, that one felt like they didn't know how to end it. She just yells at them and leaves, and then they they like fart. Right, yeah. Um, I just didn't. I don't know. There there wasn't much in there for me in that sketch. Yeah, it's the I think the I babe sketch, the period sketch, and probably the pot of gold sketch could have gone. Yeah, this is when it was falling apart. This is I going actually, down. But I, I actually don't mind the pot of gold. I really? like Yeah, I, it's I, not. I, I I really appreciated how just casually insane it was. I started it was. Yeah, I caught you a leprechaun. <laughs> I started tuning that one out because it is the premise is funny, but like I thought the execution was just he just sort of says like the same for expletives over and over yeah again and like what's threatens yeah. to cut off their balls and it yeah. was like maybe it was gerard butler well there are the some problem there are like, some good gags in that there's they just throw the leprechauns away it's like well there's not really much apparently they can just throw these in the trash there's the scene near the end where sean william scott is fighting the leprechaun mm-hmm. and he tells johnny knoxville to shoot the leprechaun and johnny knoxville shoots the one that's already dead yeah he shoots one that's tied up <laughs> uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> He goes, not that one. I fucking I like that a lot. Uh, Gerard Butler was interesting as, as both leprechaun. leprechauns. Yeah. yeah, that was that was <laughs> that, that was, was something. Um, but I that thought was directed by Brett Radner. I thought the last two sketches were really good. The blind date sketch I liked a lot. Oh, that's the one with Stephen Merchant and Holly Berry, right? I I liked not the beginning of that one. Of that one. Yeah, like I, I when it, it really get it goes places for sure. I, yeah, and I don't like I, I said earlier that the homeschooled one I thought escalated correctly. I don't think this one does. No, like, I felt like this, this one, one. It veers off into tattoos and plastic surgery, which is a little too. Yeah, I feel like they repeat it too much. Like, because when it starts, it's it's they're playing truth or dare on a blind date, and she dares Stephen Merchant to go cup this dude's ass. 
and he does and, and gets punched in the face and, and then and then he one ups it by telling her to go blow out the blind kid's birthday candles <laughs> before he can. Right. Like when it when that was like the next dare, I was like, Oh shit, this is gonna go places and then yeah. like it doesn't she also plugs Family Guy in this, which is weird because Seth MacFarlane's in it, the movie earlier. Yes, right. that's American right. American Dad. Yeah. Um, that, so, I think that was probably uh, an obligation. Yeah, I feel yeah. like. For I, Seth MacFarlane to be in it. Yeah. He didn't He didn't do bad in it. It was, I mean, he's barely in it. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's barely he in barely it. He barely even talks. I don't have I don't have a high expectations for Seth MacFarlane anyway, but. No. But yeah, I, I liked I, I this this sketch was disappointing to me. Like I, I liked the the first two dares, and I thought it was gonna go from there, and then it just kind of veers off into tattoos and getting ridiculous plastic surgery. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's it gets pretty crazy. Yeah. What about the motivational speech? I don't remember. What. Oh, Terrence, Howard Terrence Howard, Howard talking to the oh that was fucking gold. I love that so much. That that needed to be a little shorter. Yeah. Um, because it's the same joke over and over again. But that's but the there's point. some great. I know. I know. They're just not getting it. There's so some what great you're moments. saying, Coach, is if we work as a team, no, <laughs> you're black. They're white. I also like in that sketch how all the white players have just all this body hair. <laughs> yeah, that was so <laughs> weird. Have, like grotesque body hair. I liked the. The punchline of it. Which yes, is they the, make it about the white team. Yeah, they make it about the white team. That's scoring because that they solid. scored one scoring point. a single point. <laughs> that was a solid, and idea. that would ten thousand percent be the movie they'd make. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so I did. I really liked that. But I did. I liked his his speech. I thought it was he was funny. Yeah. Um, I like when he asked the kid how long his dick is. Yeah. The kid's like a foot, foot and a half, <laughs> and he's like taken aback for a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's actually not the ending. No. This There's is one the more... craziest thing about this movie. There is one more sketch. Which they show you the... They, okay, so after yes, the sketch, yeah. they go into the credits, and they're showing uh, t- outtakes from each sketch to tell you who wrote it and directed it and who was in it. And then they get to this sketch with just uh, Dumal and Elizabeth Banks sitting on a couch, and then it's like, this sketch was written and directed by, I think, Elizabeth Banks. Right. No, it's James Gunn. Oh, that's the James Gunn one. Yeah. Oh. And that I makes think, it... I think she did At the, the time, it didn't make it more shocking, but it's almost like a punchline to it all, where it's like, and here's James Gunn doing one. Right. And it's like, after everything, it's like, so Disney, they didn't fire him for this? Like, they, they hired him knowing that he had done this? And well, well, it was just a cat jacking off to pictures of its sure. owner. but. Sure. <laughs> that well, the thing that's they they show the credits that thing, and we haven't seen that sketch. Yeah, I know. So that I was, was like, I was, was very confused. Right, and uh, then they show the and sketch. Then they launch into this, th- and it is a dark sketch. Yeah, it's it's a cartoon cat owned by Josh Demel, and he is in a relationship with Elizabeth Banks, mm-hmm. and the cat doesn't like her. And yep. at one point, she walks in on the cat masturbating to pictures. We of, should probably know it's a cartoon cat. It's a cartoon, cartoon cat. cat. Yeah. Which I like that because it was able to do more yeah. like this really quick movements. This is definitely the most creative of all of them. Because, again, it's James Gunn. Right. Um, he's good at this. And it ends, spoilers, with the cat running her over with a truck. Mm-hmm. Shooting her with a shotgun. Shooting her with a shotgun, <laughs> and then she starts beating it with a shovel in front of a kid's birthday party. I really enjoyed the reveal, because she starts beating it with a shovel, and then they do a quick pull-out, and you can see the kid's birthday party just watching. Yeah. And then a kid stabs her in the ears yeah. It's very James Gunn. James Gunn, for people who don't know, one of his first 
things he did in his career was write the trauma film Tromeo and Juliet, which if you haven't seen has a monster dick scene, has a scene where she the woman has a dream she's pregnant and um and and the guy opens her belly up and it's filled with popcorn and he's just so <laughs> thrilled and starts eating it. Like, oh, mm, it is a fucking crazy film. It's narrated by Lemmy from Motorhead. Yeah, perfect. perfect. Yeah, perfect. it is. It's a trauma film. Trauma is known for this this level of like they don't do their stuff is like even more grotesque. Right. So like that's where James Gunn started. Um, and so this felt very trauma to me, especially at the end when the kids just start murdering. Yeah, that was the thing. Too. <laughs> yeah, that that sketch, I I got it in tone. I was just like, oh, this is just a trauma short. Yeah, um, and I love that. Um, Randomly in the middle of the credits, in yeah. the middle of they the sh- credits, they should have just put in. Yeah, I, that was weird. The, apparently, there's cut sketches from this too, right? Which Cause is insane because there's already too many sketches. Yeah. Yes. There are about three too many sketches, at For least. sure. Yeah, they should have replaced one of the weaker sketches with the James Gunn one. Yeah, and then maybe cut two more. I feel like this should have been an hour ten, something like that, mm-hmm. and it would have been... Yeah, clock in at a nice 72 minutes like The Lion King. You know what? And it's it's not the best movie any any person... Like, if it's your favorite movie, I'm sorry. Like, you've... That's not good. Something you've went, done something wrong. Something went yeah. wrong. Yeah. But I think people would be legitimately surprised by how funny this movie is, at least in parts. I think right. it's not as absurd. I mean, it's absurd, but it's not poorly executed. I think Hour and Ten um, released to like Netflix. Netflix probably wasn't doing this in 2007 not, not, or whenever. No, it was this. This was. No, this was. This isn't even that old. Oh, yeah. Really? Why this did it is feel recent. Like- <laughs> well, because they, they started Christ. filming it, I think, in oh, like 2013. Right. Yeah, yeah it but took them four years to film. This needed to be free and short. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that that's why, again, where it's like YouTube. YouTube. Like, put this out in a series of sketches on YouTube or something. I know it's sort of, they wanted a higher status than that. Is that a $6 million budget? Yeah. I believe that. It's <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I'm sure they paid them to show up for a day, right? They must have yeah, well, most of the actors worked for just like whatever the minimum is. Like a, a lot of them didn't oh, get paid. Enigma. What? <laughs> uh, they, they, for scale? Yeah. yeah. Like, was there blackmail involved? I don't think so. Say. Everything I've read from it just it, it seems like they just had to because they were paying these actors so little. Right. They had to just kind of work on their schedule and do it. Yeah, that's why. I they, heard and that's where a lot of the budget went was having to like stop and then start again and move stuff around right to film these things yeah that's what i heard is the actors were just like yeah i'll do it i'm i'm yeah i'm here filming this and they'd be like that's great we'll come to you right like it was a lot of verbal agreements first and a lot of like word of mouth and sort of i don't want to say manipulating like just getting these actors to agree to this dumb idea yeah that they only have to spend a day on i think they all thought they were doing a cameo in a small film, which they were technically. Right. But this movie is all cameos. Right. Yeah. Basically. And yeah, they didn't really disclose that to people, but that's fine because the movie turned out all right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it, not it, the it worst. Is, it is a notorious film. It is definitely <laughs> not deserving of that 4 to 11% yeah, rating. I, it I, has. I will say that this movie is not nearly as bad as I expected it to be. It's yeah, yes. it's 
it's I I think people would be I think a lot of people will be pleasantly surprised by the laughs they get out of this movie. It's I, too long. There's some of the sketches definitely should have been cut, but when it works, I think it works really well. Are the sketches on YouTube? Because I wouldn't recommend this movie. I would recommend that people watch. Ah, don't be that movie. way. Pay money. Watch it on Amazon. No. It, yeah, you have to rent this on Amazon. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think just look up the sketches. Definitely watch Homeschooled. Yeah, watch, watch Homeschooled. Watch the Homeschooled skit. Uh, watch Hugh Jackman with balls on his chin. Mm-hmm. The poop sketch. Poop sketch. Yeah. Terrence Howard's motivational speech. Yeah. If you like Troma, I would go for the game. The, the Beazle. Yeah, Beazle. See? There's a lot to like in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be that way. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I haven't I haven't been changed since I walked in here to to record I, this. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty mild about I'm this not, film. Well, like the I, biggest. Oh, sorry. I just I got through it. I never. I was never like, oh Jesus, when is this going to be over or anything like that. I was generally, you know, apart from being confused by uh, right some of the decisions. Um, I was generally like, no, oh, it's fine. Like I was right. fine watching it. I I'll say the I think the biggest thing this has going for it is aside from the iBabe one, this movie is genuinely or gen, generally harmless. Like right. it's not trying to go really offensive. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not as offensive as it's sold as a really offensive movie, but it's not. It's just gross. Yeah, yeah. It's there's gross some out. gross gross moments. Which I'm not a fan of gross out comedy at all. I'm not um, either. And there's but, some shocking humor, like the way the son gets treated in the homeschool thing is yeah. pretty extreme. Yeah, but that was. That was but fun. it's but all it's pretty funny. funny. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. There's this. Yeah, you're right. For the most part, with the exclusion of the eye babe. But it's not this movie's like not really mean spirited. It's not yeah. racist. It's not aggressively homophobic like a lot of even movies from the mid from the Farrelly brothers two thousand tens and the Farrelly brothers are. It's. It, I think. I think. I keep saying it, but I think people will be surprised by how not terrible this movie is. It's not the greatest, but I like it. I keep recommending it to people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't How's stop. How's working out? It's fine. It's gotten me a lot of friends. All right. <laughs> Some of my best friends yeah. are people my, I met uh, watching Movie 43. <laughs> yeah. So Peddling Movie 43 to people. <laughs> I don't know what the hell your problem is. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Any? F- I guess... I, those are pretty much our final um, thoughts. Will Sasso I, is the security guard. Oh, uh, yeah. It's the security great. guard who got blown by Dennis Quaid. And then yeah. he's like, I want you to blow him. Yeah, he tells Common he has to blow him. And he's like, man. I think they're all. I shouldn't have jerked off in the shower. I shouldn't have jerked off in the shower. Which I thought was the delivery was what made that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Will Sasso can do some great fucking yeah. line deliveries. Yeah, he's great. So, uh, yeah. Go watch watch movie forty three. Tweet at me. Tell me what you thought. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be surprised. And tweet only at Adam. Yeah. Tweet at all of us. Tweet at Tom and Dave. Ask to borrow their copy of movie forty three. <laughs> yes. Do that. And, and I, will, I will send you my copy. Just wait for it in the mail. <laughs> yeah. It's on its way. Check the mail every day. Every single day. Check that mail. Just give us your address. <laughs> It'll be there. Um. Well, I guess that's an episode. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, I can agree with that. Adam, do you want to plug anything? We're already on your network. Yeah, you're already. You know where you are. We know where we are. Just do the things. And oh, and February 23rd, me and Tom. Oh, yeah. And others at the Unpops stand up show at the Hollywood Hotel. 9 p.m. Saturday. It's a Mm. free show. Mm -mm -mm. Or if you subscribe to the Patreon at the $20 level, we will live stream it for you. Ooh. Ooh. 
How do you feel about that? Mm. Um, I didn't agree to that. So, <laughs> so we're going to have to have a conversation off of my off mic. Uh, no, yeah, that sounds awesome. What do you got to plug? Um, you can check out Dave and I's Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash employ where we do a bunch of other shows. Yes. And streaming. That's and true. stuffs. Um, we also have a tea Public thing. Yeah, tpublic.com slash store slash Gameplay Employed. Yeah, and we Get Twitch. that horn in there! Check out our Twitch. Yeah, Watch do us that. Twitch around. Mm. Watch mm. us Twitch Movie 43. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, mm. say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. goodbye. Bye. Bye.